Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah rabbil alamin wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah wa alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaykum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaykum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. So look, you brought up an uh, amazing topic idea. Go ahead and share with the guests what we're talking about today. Well, it's it's really just a question. Can a Muslim be a bad person? I was I've asked myself this question always because when you see people like Obviously, we all know of the hadith, Kullu bani Adam Every son of Adam commits sin. What is a sin? A sin is a bad thing. Something which is wrong for yourself or wrong to another person. But the best of those are the ones who repent. Now, does that mean because a human being sins, are they a bad person? Well, look, I mean, if we look at it by that definition, every single human being on earth is a bad person. Exactly. So it must be held to a different standard. Something is different in the eyes of Allah for humanity, for, for humans to earn Jannah. Mm-hmm. That's where this question arises from. And also, like when going to repent for our sins, we can't do it without the help of Allah. I want to like I want you guys to think about the story of Adam alayhi salam and Surah Baqarah as it goes. After Adam was expelled from Jannah, Adam heard some words from his Lord. Like Allah taught words to Adam. And then Adam repented. Like th- these words were words of repentance, and Allah is the most merciful, the forgiving, the like Tawab Rahim, the one who accepts the repentance. SubhanAllah. Why? Why would like why did this happen? Like this is it's just something like I always think about, like in like in my own human discourse, like I always like I no matter how hard I can try, I will end, end up sinning. Like I'll always end up like letting my anger get the best of me or letting like like my feelings get the best of me, always reacting to my feelings, allowing it to control me and control like what I do. Like, and then why does this happen? And I always think, you know, like, astaghfirullah, may Allah forgive me for, like, I used what he gave me, his blessings of my eyesight, my ears, my mouth, my smelling, my hearing, to disobey him. But, like, this didn't hurt Allah in the slightest bit. This hurt myself. You know, exactly. Look, what does Allah say? He said, say, oh, my servants who have transgressed against themselves, mm-hmm. against themselves, that don't lose hope in the mercy of Allah. Indeed, Allah is the most forgiving, most merciful. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Allah does not need you. When, whenever you repent to Allah, you are fixing yourself. You are fixing the connection with Allah. Indeed, you are the one who needs that connection. When you when you commit a sin, you can you transgress against yourself. You you hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. That's and, the whole point. And I heard the, I heard this statement. It's a beautiful statement. Whenever we sin, whenever we go away from Allah, Allah never moved away from us. It was us who moved away from Him. Mm-hmm. We went far away from Him, and that's why I brought up this topic of like Islam being a reformation. Like, can a Muslim be a bad person? What is a bad person? What are like? How do we hold these type of standards? It's not necessarily is a Muslim a bad person. It's is there a such thing as a bad Muslim, mm-hmm. right? When we think about Muslim, of course there are people who struggle, mm-hmm. but to call yourself a Muslim and not to act upon it, then how can you really call yourself a Muslim? Mm-hmm. You're not doing the thing that it means to be a Muslim. Muslim mm-hmm. means to submit to Allah, submit your will to Allah, right? And doing that, even though you might sin, even though you will sin, you're trying actively not to do it. Or, or when you do, you try to rectify that. You try to repent. You try mm-hmm. to seek forgiveness. But those who don't, how can you call yourself a Muslim? And that's so, that's so important because a lot of people say, um, oh, I'm not religious, like for an atheist or someone, or someone who not even, they don't even claim atheist. They just say, I'm not religious. This is something like, this is such a lie and you couldn't be more misunderstanding of what religion means. That's why I don't use the word religion. I use the word, I like the word deen, the term deen, the way of life. Like this is your way of life. Everyone has a way of life. Everyone has a set of rules, codes, systems in which you sense live your morality. life. Yeah, a sense of morality. Yeah, everyone has this. Don't say you don't. 
now look, that's where we get into the topic. How can we define a bad person if let's say someone doesn't believe in God or let's say they're in a different religion? Everyone's going to have a different definition of a bad person, right? We all know don't kill, don't steal, don't, you know, but where, where, did this, where does this come from? Mm-hmm. Where does it come from? Indeed, it comes from Lord Almighty. Mm-hmm. And now why did, were these rules and systems set in place? That's what the questions I asked myself. It is because the, like, this is where it leads me to. It's because Genesis is for what? Genesis is for the righteous, the pious. It, it, even though Genesis will be the full of- The ones who struggle. The one who struggles, even though Genesis will be full of sinners, but these are also their qualities, pious, righteousness, like struggle. These will be the, of, of their qualities. Can like, you bring me a human being right now that has never made a mistake? Exactly. Or that has never sinned? No, you can't. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. Like, and this is what Islam is so beautiful. Like how I said earlier, the only way you can rectify yourself or repent for your sins is through God and Allah Almighty alone. Now, I want you to I want you to look at the person who's done wrong his entire life. Name me any religion, any aqidah, Christianity, Judaism, Hinduism, paganism, in which they can rectify themselves like Islam rectifies them. You can't. You can't. Because all of these practices have gone against that which has God ordered or God has ordered mankind to do throughout like the, the whole the whole millennia. All of it. I mean, look, when you're when you're talking about these other religions and you talk about rectifying yourself, like take Catholicism, for example, right? You have to repent your sins to another human being. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? You're repenting to another person who they sins. They don't repent. They don't. They, they, they accept it <laughs> and they think that they're forgiven without okay. repentance. But here's the thing. You're, they're literally openly confessing their sins to another human being. I want you to imagine that you you killed a person. You did. You committed zina and you, you're telling it to a, a man. And now you think God's going to forgive you through a man. Like, how sad is that reality? Think about it. In Islam, we have our connection straightforward with God, right? You talk, you have a conversation with God, you you repent to God and God alone. No one else has to know about anything else that you have done except for Allah alone. Can Now, can you imagine the fact of having to openly expose your sins? How shameful, how embarrassing is that? And you want to know, like, a wisdom behind this is... Allah knows the struggle in which you went in which you went through to try or try not to commit that sin. Mm-hmm. A man will never know this. A man will never know this. Like I want you to think, each and every single one of us has sinned. And now I want you guys to think about when when you sinned, what was the compulsion that compelled you to do that bad thing? Now I want you to think about that, but think about that for another person. When you see them doing wrong, could you think about that compulsion that no, they had? You wouldn't be able to. You wouldn't be able to calculate. You wouldn't be able to like even have it in your mind. Like. Like, like, imagine you see someone doing something entirely wrong. In your mind, that's so that's so out of the ordinary. Like, you can't see eye to eye with them. But imagine you do something wrong to that person. What you've done is so out of the ordinary, so out of the wrong. Like, this is why Allah is the knower of the unseen, and we don't know, we don't know the unseen. And that's why He's the judge, and that's why, that's why we repent to Him because He knew the struggle. He knows the struggle that we go through. Mm-hmm. He knows that which we do not know. Like, look, how many stories do we see of people claiming injustice, but we don't know the full story? Mm -hmm. We only know one side of the story. Mm -hmm. Allah knows both sides of the story. Allah knows even the sides of the story that is not prevalent. Allah, like, for example, intention. Sometimes intention even slips us on our own. Sometimes I didn't even intend that. But in reality, Allah knows what's in your heart. Mm -hmm. Like, well, what what you guys, guys are talking about, people are so quick to judge someone based on, like, what they do, right? And we don't always know the full story. Like, yeah, like you said, we don't know the compulsion that these people go through. We don't know their struggle. Like if they commit a sin, whether it be publicly or privately, we don't know their struggle. This is why, like, we're not a religion of judgment. Right. Like we're not a religion where we look at something and we completely turn them away from Islam. Like we're supposed to bring them back to Islam. Is that not what we're supposed to do? Mm-hmm. 
And when, like, when we speak about other religions, I want someone out of the fold of Islam, like, tell me out of every single religion that there is, when you go ahead and you claim whatever it is you claim in your belief, why do you still go and do sin as if nothing happened? As if it's not wrong. Like, nowadays you see all the things that have been normalized, and these people, in their own books, it tells them not to do this stuff. They still do it because it's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Or because they believe that they've been forgiven without any rectification, without ever ever having to repent in their lives. Like, what type of struggle is that? You guys think that you deserve paradise for that? Like, is there any system, any other sect, any other religion in which the rules are pra- and practices are practiced generally or um, mostly, like, throughout their people... No, there's not. Other than Islam, you can't bring me one. Other than Islam, and you wonder why? It's because their aqidahs have failed their followers. Their aqidahs are man-made. These are not. This is not what Allah has prescribed for them. So think about paganism. Remember the video that we watched those years ago on paganism. Paganism, like oh, worshiping idols. You might think this is something which isn't like that big of a deal. What's wrong with worshiping idols? That affirmation, that belief, leads you to slaughter babies in their name. Slaughtered babies in their idols' names. Feed the idols food. You you literally create it with your hand. You try to feed it food. Like, look how it destroys your intellect and destroys your humanity. But look, look what Allah says about this in Surah Al-Imran. It says, none knows their hitting meetings except Allah. Just think about this. Like, that right there is just so crazy to me. It's just like, wow. From on the basis, things don't even look as bad as they seem. But then when you dive into the deeps of it, you find out that it, there's a lot of terrible things wrong with it. And then Allah knows that, which is even worse, that we don't even know about. Mm-hmm. Bro, like why 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 is it such a bad thing to commit shirk or why why is it such a bad thing to commit kufur why is it such a bad thing to commit sin any of these things why is it so bad on the surface level it seems like oh it's enjoyable I'm freeing myself no you're not free indeed you're a slave to your own desires and you know how dangerous that is you know how dangerous it is to be a slave to your own desire think about if everyone went on earth went doing exactly what they felt exactly what they desired in that exa- exact moment but there there's that's the thing there's people just people, like that yeah people will yeah there is people just like that and people will destroy themselves and people people like just like that are in like or you know in bad places what <laughs> bad uh, places. What, what are you saying like in bad places like it's led them to destroy themselves give an example okay okay I don't want to like say any names. You don't gotta say names. Just give a period, period in history or something. Okay, um, a serial killer. Look, listen. Not even just any serial killer. Anyone who you know commits genocide. You know, if you know exactly who I'm talking about here. You know, whether it be in the past or right now, they committed genocide because look what they think what they're doing is right. They think 100% what they're doing is right, no matter the cost of it. And that's that's exactly where they come to. You get to such a point where you don't even know what's right and what's wrong. You know, you'll do whatever it takes to get whatever it is that you want to achieve. How many times, or for example, what do you, what do you need to go to genocide? Let's even talk about money. What To what extent will people go about money? S- scamming somebody, robbing somebody, killing somebody. Not even just money. Here, let's go to a relationship. How many times will a man get cheated on by a woman, but yet he'll go after another guy and kill him and kill both and kill the girl too, or rob the other guy, get mad at her, and it just puts him in jail, puts him in a bad place, puts him in a bad mental state? Well, look, we don't even have to go there either. Look, let's even go to, to, to smaller things. And looking at these examples, you see how there are people in the, on this world, like on this earth that say, why do we need religion? Religion is bad. Religion is evil. Religion stops all of that. Every single one, like all of that, well, Islam in particular, stops all of that. Well, like you said before, Islam is reformation. Islam came to fix mankind's wrongdoings, mm-hmm. right? So when you look at all these other faiths, Christianity, Judaism, Hinduism, Buddhism, whatever it may be, 
Every single thing that's wrong with them is wrong with the people and wrong with the faith. That's why they can never be perfect. That's why they can never find peace, true peace, true tranquility. Islam is perfect. We're not. But we find when we like chase perfection, that's how we find peace. That's how we find happiness because we're seeking that ajr. We're seeking the reward. Mm-hmm. We're always seeking the reward like that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has promises because it's all perfect. There's no flaws that you find in it. But then you look in any of these other books, in any of these other faiths, you're going to see so many mistakes. You're going to see things wrong with your own self, with your own morality, with your own aqidah, your own creed. Not on a natural basis. Like, if, for example, if I go and I see that God can become a man, are you serious? Or when I go to, a, or when I see that people worship materialistic things, like, are you serious? Like, Think, things like this, even thinking to yourself naturally, like this thing is either on the same level as me or is, is lower than me. How, how, how can I come to a point where now I'm worshiping what's lower than me or what's on the same level as me? What have I come to as a person to get to this point? What have I done? Imagine on the day of judgment, Allah will say to like Allah, will, like imagine Allah saying, I set my people a prophet and they took him as a God. Oh, no. Look, for example, uh, in the same surah that I mentioned earlier, it was talking about this. This I was it said. Uh, it was prescribed to them and uh, it was prescribed now to the people before them to worship none other than Allah. And whoever does, then their deeds are worthless. Rather, come worship Allah and be amongst the righteous. Why Why would you Why would you want to go on any path other than that? Why? Well, what is like, what is the reason? Worldly benefit? You get in, well, you can get into that real quick. Speaking of like, is there such a thing as a bad Muslim? Think about what the Muslim does. Like, we see people who are non-Muslim do good stuff, right? And I used to ask this question myself. I used to be like, whoa, they do good. Like, they're good people, but their deeds are worthless in the eyes of Allah. And I was like, why is that? And then I started thinking, intention. Like, Allah is the knower of the unseen. We keep mentioning this. Allah is the knower of the unseen. Allah knows intention. So how, what can they be doing this good thing for? It can't be for Allah. Like, they don't what, worship Allah. Now here's they don't a, believe in la ilaha illallah. Yep, just like the point that I brought up before. Why do I expect a reward from God if I'm not doing it for God? If I'm doing it, okay, like, look, for example, I could do good just, just so people look at me as a good person mm-hmm. or just to feel good for myself. But in the end, it's not for God. So it, it, it's really worthless. It's, is that going <laughs> to, it doesn't do anything. So if, if I'm not doing something for God, I shouldn't expect a reward from God. So then again, I should not be disappointed in his punishment. Yeah. And it's just like Allah says in the Surah Baqarah, they have changed they have exchanged their hereafter for this world they want the praise of this world they want the goodness of this world the wealth of this world in exchange for their hereafter they they delay the thinking of the day of judgment even i don't understand how it is how death is so common you you know every single human is going to a common destination and you can ignore it now look i was even doing some self-reflecting earlier like i had a lady talking about how she just lost her husband she lost her um she lost her father uh, last year and, you know, she, she only has her mother right now. And it's just like, wow, everyone like dies. They don't come back here. They don't come back here. So why, why waste your life on things that don't matter, on things that carry no value, on things that have no meaning, on, on falsehood? Why? <laughs> everyone is going to die. How many times do you see on the news a day that, oh, a, a teenager died or a kid has died? Even look at personally, how many kids from your school have died from, let's say, a car accident or they got shot up? Whatever it may be. You know what I was thinking? I was literally wallah, in my car today. I was looking around. I'm like, I'm like, dude, everything. Here, I was thinking about it like death. I'm, I'm be honest. And I was like, dude, everything here, even like the, the lights, the like the ishara, the, the stop sign, all this, all this has time limits. I see time, time limit, time limit, time limit, time limit, time limit. All of this is limited. All of this will be like gone. I'm like, 
Like, dang, my time limit. I have a time limit, like a little clock on me. I'm like, oh my God, bro. I, I was driving the other day. I was like, dude, it's so crazy. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm probably not even going to make it past 100 years old. Like, you know, <laughs> in what? Like, 2,123? I'm, I'm not even going to be a person no like, more. And I'd be thinking, and then, and, 200 extra years you're probably people won't even remember you they won't even remember your name they remember what you did they won't remember anything it doesn't matter how great you were Mm -hmm. and it it doesn't matter how strong you were how tall you it doesn't matter and i was thinking i was like dang all these times i was i've been thinking about like i've been envisioning myself like the moment like that death comes to me and the angel death pulls my soul out of my body i'm like man like how how am i gonna be like that like i don't know how i'm supposed to answer i don't know how i'm supposed to man let me let me let me tell you a story about what happened to me last night so I was sitting there in my bed and I was, I was having sharp pain in my chest. <laughs> I was just thinking, I was like, man, this could be the end right here. <laughs> I was like, bro, I, I could really die right now. I'm 19 years old, bro. I could, I'm done. I'm done for. Man, you, know, I'm the, you know, I'm here the next day, but that's only by the will of Allah. Like I even woke up, I still had that sharp pain in my chest. Then it went away all of a sudden. Only by the will of Allah that, that it did go away. And I'm still, I'm still here talking on the mic right now. Yeah, subhanAllah for that. And like what y'all, what you guys are mentioning right now, I just have a question for everybody out there. You spend all this time preparing for your future, worrying about what you did in your past, maybe being, uh, what's the word? Anxious? No, um, no. Okay, look, you spend all this time worrying about your future and thinking about what you did in your past, you know, maybe regretting what you did in your past, but how often do you think about death? How often do you prepare for your death? Like, what you're going to leave behind, what you're going to do after death. When you're asked in the grave, what are you going to, like, what are you going to say? Well, like, you always want to leave something behind. But mm-hmm. what are you taking with you? Mm-hmm. What are you taking with you in death? Like, you're going to be alone with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for a long time in the grave. On the day of judgment, it's only you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like, how have you prepared for that? You want to prepare for the family that you're about to uh, bring here or the spouse that you want, the job that you want any materialistic item that you want in the future or that you're preparing for, but what are you preparing for that spirit, like spirituality? What are you preparing for? Look, we're always told to live life to the fullest, but we're never told to, you have death coming up, prepare for it. You know, when you die, you're going to, when you die, you're going to find out soon enough, you're going to walk into that courtroom. There's going to be the judge and that judge is God. It's going to be someone who's going to testify against you. You know, who's going to testify against you. Your own, your own, your own limbs are going to testify against you. And look, for Muslims, I don't believe there's a such thing as a bad Muslim. That's why we brought this up. I don't believe there's a such thing as a bad Muslim. There's a such thing as a struggling Muslim. If you struggle to do good, if you struggle to stay away from sin, yeah, I believe that that's what you are. But you're not bad. You're not a bad Muslim. Like, don't ever think of yourself as a bad Muslim because if you're a bad Muslim, then you're not Muslim. If you completely reject what your duties as a Muslim, then you cannot call yourself a Muslim. A Muslim is someone who submits to Allah. If you believe in la ilaha illallah and you're struggling to do the things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prescribed upon us, then you're struggling. It doesn't necessarily mean you're bad. You're not a bad person for doing that. You're normal. You're a human being. We are the son of Adam. This is what we are put on earth to do. We're put on earth to struggle, to struggle for what we have to do here, for what we want next. The worst Muslim is better than the best non-Muslim. Morality comes from God, and you can't tell me otherwise. Good and bad comes from God, so God is the God is the judge here. And Allah, Allah has, Allah, and who's Allah going to give paradise to? Allah is going to give it to the Muslims, the ones who believed in the, the ones who believed in Him, not the, the sinners ones who repented. The sinners not who just, repented, not just Muslims. And also, I want to bring up, I want to bring up 
like how we know how we talked about Islam is reformation and it's good for the soul and you can rectify yourself through Islam and through its practices and its teachings if it's adhered to. Look at in the Quran and look at how many things, look how many good things in anyone's eyes, not even just the Muslim's eyes, that it tells you to do. Honor the orphan, give, give due charities, keep your oaths, stay away from adultery. Like all of, all of these things are found within the Quran. And this was in a time in Arabia where it was like the time was so evil. They used to kill their children. Don't kill, don't the, steal, don't cause, don't cause harm to yourself and don't cause harm to harm to others. Mm -hmm. How can you look at such a person and say they're a bad person? This is the point that I always bring up. You guys are always talking about Muslims are terrorists and this and that. Well, how about you look at the teachings of Islam? You always sit there and make false claims. Where's your research? You are just as ignorant as the fools of before <laughs> for not doing your research. Oh, well, you're right. Well, because, you're right. like, I see it a lot in our comments nowadays. Like, a lot of people are making comments on Islam. And I'm like, how can you hate me? How can you hate me for what I do? What did I do? I'm grateful. I worship one God. I, try, I honor the orphan. I give, I give charity. I'm good to my family. I'm good to my neighbors. These are all things that and, Islam has taught and me. And the non-Muslims. Yeah. Like, I'm, these are things that Islam has taught me. How can I be bad? How can I be, like, how can you tell me I'm wrong? What, because I don't believe in a God that's a man? I'm wrong or something? Or they'll say, like, Islam, like, like you said, they said Islam is a terrorist religion or Islam is an evil religion or Islam is from the devil. Like, I don't understand. You did no research. It's just like you said, man. Subhanallah. But look, here's the thing. A lot of these people, whenever they make such claims, they always contradict themselves. So whenever someone, I've noticed this, whenever someone has a problem with Islam, either the same thing can be found in their religion and it's much more explicit, or... They have nothing in their religion that goes against what we say. So meaning it can't be bad. Yeah. Yeah. So they're just hypocrites, monafics, double standard, all this, all of the above. So for example, if people, let's say, have a problem with war in Islam, does your religion allow war? Or does it not condemn war? No thing, things like that. You know, mm -hmm. or if I ask these people, all right, if someone was attacking you, well, you're just gonna let them attack you? No, I wouldn't. Okay, why do you have a problem with Islam? Why do you have a problem with the way Islam teaches things? Uh because be quiet, bro. Like, yeah, you you have you really have no excuse. This is why when I like when I when I talk about this, it always brings me back to like the state of mankind. Like, we're in a place where obviously we're warned about these things, but we're gonna keep getting more lost. We're gonna keep getting more lost in our desires and our will for power. Like. The way that we see all these people in power today, they're doing only the things that they want to do, not the things that are right. If you do what's right, they're going to take you out. They can take you out of like your position of power. Or they can completely wipe you off the face of the earth because that's not what they want. They don't care about what's right. They care about what gets them the most power. They don't care about religion. They care about what they can do here. They don't because none of the, I, I guarantee you anybody who's in a place of power, they think that this is their final abode. This is their paradise, obviously. Because if they submitted to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what do you think they'd be doing? Right. Isn't that, isn't that crazy, though? They're human beings. They're born upon the fitrah. You know, they have that sense of belief in them. So what could have corrupted them? What could have caused them to put them in such a place? I, the only way is by sinning. Yes, you know, you know, in the Quran, it says those people, the people who are inhabitants of the hellfire, hellfire their sins have encompassed them. What does that mean? It's like their sins are all around them. They've... They've they've done so much wrong to themselves. They can't even tell what's right from wrong and wrong and you, from right. And I wanted I wanted to bring this up. I was thinking to, thinking to myself about this. How I was thinking to myself, I was like, man, how can I trust myself when another human being who's the same flesh and blood as me has trusted himself and done wrong to himself? My trust is in Allah. 
Mm -hmm. I, I trust Allah and whenever like I made a, a decision or whatever I have judgment like I seek forgiveness in Allah and I hope that this is the right judgment I seek guidance from Allah that's why I love the prayer so much we pray five times a day and we say we ask God to guide us for the straight path. Yeah, we ask God to guide us for the straight path that's why I'm like like I always like like alhamdulillah for the prayer man now look we'll look at the problem with this these people they think they're doing something good it's like what Allah says in Surah Al-Baqarah it says they say we are only peacemakers indeed they are the ones who make mischief and they don't they don't even realize mm -hmm. isn't that isn't that isn't that crazy they don't even realize their their mischief it's they like, don't they, their sins have encompassed them so much to the point they they can't tell wrong from right like the prophet said yeah. you commit a sin it's like a black dot on your heart to the point where the heart becomes dead mm -hmm. and then you know when Allah says Allah says in the Quran like when those who do wrong or do wrong to themselves, they remember Allah immediately right after it. Mm -hmm. They say, and, and they ask for forgiveness of them since those people, like I ask myself, where did they go wrong? Where did they go wrong? It's probably, they didn't remember Allah. And that's, they, they didn't seek forgiveness from their sins. They wait, let their sins encompass this, them. And this is, they, they, Allah didn't move away from them. It's not like Allah turned their, his, like turned away from them. They just moved away. They mm -hmm. kept running. They like kept it, running like I said before, say to my servants life. who have transgressed against themselves to repent to Allah and not lose hope in Allah's mercy. Indeed, Allah is the most forgiving, most merciful. Mm -hmm. What you look? What, what did you just say? You said that the people who sin, who who turn back to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala right away. This is why, for someone who drinks alcohol, right? Just because your prayers are not accepted for forty days doesn't mean you stop praying. Because when you do that, now you're, now you're gonna keep sin. you're gonna yeah you're gonna keep turning away from Allah Subhanahu wa Taala and Allah Subhanahu wa Taala He's not gonna move away from you. You're gonna keep moving away from Him. He's gonna let you because you have the willpower this, to yeah. do it. You have the free will to do it. You you make your own choices. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala does not force you to do anything. Free will this, is a blessing. This is why like when you commit those sins, you still do your active duties as a, as a Muslim. You still commit those good deeds because Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is not gonna just ignore them. Just because your pr prayers are invalid for doing something like drinking alcohol, that does not mean that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala completely ignores them. We have no idea. Just because it says it's invalid, what if on the day it doesn't, you're still... Uh, like, you can be shown mercy. Yeah, you can be shown mercy because you did that. Repent. Because you were struggling with that. In your, in your heart, you knew that, okay, this is wrong, but I can't stop it because maybe you're addicted or something. Now, see, when you stop praying, that's where it's going to become a sin that you do on purpose. And when you do it on purpose, it's a lot harder to seek forgiveness because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may not let you. You may not feel that that guilt in your heart when you start sinning and you don't repent. Or if you leave off the good deeds that you're doing because you're committing sin. If you leave off the good deeds, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala might let you just believe that what you're doing is okay. Now, why is it that we pray? We pray so that we can go away from the bad deeds. We pray so that we can ask Allah for forgiveness. We pray this so that Allah can guide us. We pray so that we stay on the right path. And we don't just pray for no reason. Yeah, exactly. And like, and this is not just something, like guide us to the straight path and not the path of those who have gone astray. Like, earn, earn uh, your anger. Or earn your anger. Like, this is something which is in every, in all of your human endeavors. Not just like in, in your life, but like in your job, your facilities, like wherever you're working, your play sport, anything. This is, make your judgments prevalent. Do not let you lose sight of the true goal, the true attainment. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, subhanAllah, man. Well, for I also want to bring up I also want to bring up the point I made earlier of how I'm my own flesh and blood and like another human like we are more alike than we are different and how I say like some people say oh I trust myself not to do this I trust myself not to do that and without like they think they can do it without the help of Allah like 
you do you think you're different or something? You think like we're all humans, we're that's all flesh and blood. We all like this is your ego. And your that, ego will kill you. That that's why I brought up the point earlier. Imagine repenting. Imagine trying to confess your sins to another human being. This person is just like you. Yeah. What are they gonna do for you? If anything, you don't even know what that person did. Who are they gonna confess their sins to? <laughs> like subhanallah. That, that's fact. Whoa. Imagine this person is doing more sins than you. Yeah. You don't know what he's doing on the back end. And that's why Allah is the knower of the unseen. You know what's actually crazy? Like, like a message for everyone out there. Think about like your position in life. If you're someone who you commit sins or you choose to do things like smoking and drinking, especially in the day and age that we live in, where all these sins are normalized, especially living in the West. Think about how much failure like is going on in your life. Like you guys think that you guys are cool for doing what you do. You guys think it's not that big of a deal. But what happens when it comes to your death? Like, what do you have to show for your life? You, you know what's so crazy? I don't even know why I didn't bring this up before. Look at the way shaitan's deception works. Shaitan has got us to the point where people will do every single sin in the book except for eat pork. And they think that they're doing something. Now, on the other hand, now let's look, let's look at how severe of a sin pork is. If I eat pork and I pray, my prayer will still be accepted. It's not going to be invalid for 40 days. But if I'm out here smoking and drinking and I get intoxicated, my prayer is not accepted for 40 days. So on the, uh, what is really the worst sin here? Is it going to be pork or is it going to be getting intoxicated? But yet people look at intoxication as if it's not a big deal. It's just something fun that everyone does in society. So it's not, it can't be that bad versus pork. Oh, this is something I should really just stay away from. And I'm telling you right now, this is going to hurt a lot of people's egos, but your own judgment, was it could lead to your doom. It could lead to your failure. That's why you adhere to the Quran and Sunnah. Allah established objective morality in the Quran. And perhaps you like something and it is bad for you. And perhaps you hate something and it is good for you. This is in what? Surah Al-Baqarah? Mm-hmm. This is yes. Allah established this in the in the Quran, and th- this alone is enough for you to sit back and think. Wait, maybe like this good feeling isn't good for me. Maybe mm-hmm. this this feeling of complacency is not good for me. Maybe oh. I need a feeling of regret. Maybe I need a feeling of remorse. Maybe I need a bad feeling in my heart. Maybe I need to lo- lose someone for me to start locking in and get Listen. right for my family. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but look, what? <laughs> okay, look. As a Muslim, bro, think about it like this: You see all the new reverts who come into Islam, right? Now think about them replacing you because if you're struggling to be a Muslim, not even struggling, no, no, let's say you ne- completely neglect your duties as a Muslim. You tell people you're Muslim, but you're, you're completely rejecting what you have to do. You don't pray. You don't, you Fast, don't actually believe in that like, law in your heart. You just say it because your family says it or something because mm-hmm. you grew up on that. Now look at all the reverts who are coming in. Those, these, could, these could be the people that are replacing you because you think Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would let Islam lose. You could take it, the Muslims off the earth. You could let people leave Islam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will keep letting people open their hearts to Islam. Because mm-hmm. even the guidance him. comes truly from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But don't think that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is blind to what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like, you try to get rid of the Muslims, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will let more come through. Yep. SubhanAllah for that, right? So if you're really, if you're someone who calls yourself a Muslim, but you're Muslim by name, think about the amount of reverts right now who could be replacing you right now. Because just because you don't worship Allah, because you think you're higher than that, because you don't think it's that big of a deal that you have to do it right now, maybe you'll do it later. These people might be doing it right now, taking every, every single good deed that you could be getting. And they could, t- they could be taking your spot. They but could he- be taking, like, like you're, you're missing out on and your look, blessing. Wait, wait, wait. Also, don't think that Jannah is unlimited. Don't think there's an unlimited amount of people in Jannah. There's going to be a lot of people in Hellfire, too. Because those people, those are the most wretched. You think about how bad the person has to be to make it to, to Jahannam, to make it to the Hellfire, right? Mm-hmm. Jannah is not going to be unlimited. There's unli- unlimited space, right? Mm-hmm. Hold on. <laughs> there's unlimited space, but... You think that 
You think that you're going to just come back to the religion later. I'm just going to worship Allah later. Who is Allah? Allah is the, the knower of all things. Allah is the knower of the unseen. You think that you can play God by saying, oh, I'm going to worship Allah later. Allah, Allah, no, Allah is the one who decreed your death date. You didn't decree it yourself. You're going you're gonna to sit here and say, oh, I'm going to worship Allah when I'm 80. What if you don't even make it in the next five minutes, in the next five seconds? What if I don't even finish the sentence that I'm saying right now? You're going to sit here and say, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to delay things later. What has procrastination done for you? Only made your life more difficult. Only made your life worse. Only made you not achieve the goals that you wanted to achieve. Only made you a, a worse person. Only stopped you from becoming the best person that you can be. Procrastination does nothing good for you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives you life every single day. And think about, think about it if you're the one who's wasting to choose, like, who's choosing to waste it. If you're the one choosing to waste your life, even though Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave you another day of life, like think about how like how crazy do you gotta be? Allah subhanAllah, like we say it, life is very valuable to us. It's probably the most valuable thing to us. As a Muslim, it'd be my connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because we prepare for death. Mm -hmm. So for how valuable life is, we value it to the extent that we have another day to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But we're prepared for death if it came because we want Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to take us in a time that he's pleased with us. Anybody out of the fold of Islam is not going to think like that. They're going to be fearing death because in their hearts, they don't know what's going to happen. And I've never met, I've never met, or like I've seen a lot of like strict Muslim, like religious people. I've never met any Muslim who's grown to old age who said, Religion had limited limited him in any way, shape, or form. All of his advices were to all of their advices, like of, even like in old age when they're close to death. Like what 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 else do they have to do now on this earth? They they say stay firm to your religion while you're young. Be disciplined. Stop the procrastination. Make use of your, your free time. This I've never heard them ever have a regret saying religion limited me. Oh, I didn't have enough fun. Like come on, dude. You think like this is your your youth goes by like this. Well, like I said, just do some self-reflection. What is really the purpose of human beings on this earth? If it was meant for us to enjoy, why is everyone not enjoying? Why is so everyone you, why if if it was meant to just make money, why does not everyone have money? You mean to tell me those people who are suffering can't fulfill their their life, they can't fulfill their purpose because if we're meant to just enjoy it, you tell them they, and they're not enjoying it, they can't fulfill it? Like, come on, you gotta be Look at everything on earth. Everything has a purpose. Everything has something that it, it has come here to do. What is your purpose as a human being? It's going to be worship God. There's not a universal thing that you can say other than that. What is a universal thing that's fair to everyone? It's going to be to worship God. You know everyone crazy? has their equal opportunity. When you look in society right now, you see it's so like even in the West, like I'm going to say it right now, like it looks godless. Like, like no, I don't ever hear anyone remembering God, calling to God. And it's like, man, look how far society has moved away. I want, you, I want to bring up a very interesting point. You know, at the beginning of humanity, when the first human beings here, and according to Islam, they were all Muslim. They were a community of believers. Mm -hmm. it, and then we were, we were diluted. We were deceived and we we fell into shared paganism zina all of these all of these other sins and then the, now look how far we are now but look here's the thing though look at all look at allah's plan look how many people come to islam because now they see what a godless society does like i said when you come to the realization that morality can't come from anything other than god you will have a you'll have strong faith in your religion this is something that even pushed me myself because i just come to the conclusion no matter which way i look at it i can't escape the fact that if I want to do good, it has to come from religion. It has to come from God. It has mm -hmm. to. It can't come from myself because, look, my morality might be different from yours. Now, how do we know who's right? Exactly. In my eyes, you could be the villain, and but in your eyes, I, I could be the villain. Mm -hmm. Who's right here? Mm -hmm. Allah is the one who's going to judge between us. And you know what was beautiful about that is that, like I said, we, we at first humanity was a community of believers. Then we diluted. 
Allah sent us messengers after messenger after messenger after prophet after prophet after prophet to tell the people, to warn people to go back to the way of Islam and to worship God, the one true God. Allah sent a messenger to every single nation and in their language. And in their language, why do you think a lot of these religions, like we, it, they all people say, oh, they all kind of preach the same thing. Where do you think it came from? They just diluted off the straight path. That's gonna take us into like the next podcast that I was gonna uh, speak about, like how we learn from history, or what did, what did we learn from history, right? So you know, with that being said, that's gonna close out this podcast. You know, uh, Alhamdulillah. Um, just know that if you are a Muslim and you are a struggling Muslim, you're not a bad person. You're not a bad Muslim. You're struggling and you know there's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is there for that like mm -hmm. why would you have Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if you couldn't struggle right like you have somewhere to turn exactly and hold on and Allah says in the Quran and Allah says call upon me I'll respond to you and the those who are arrogant towards my worship they will enter Jahannam so call upon Allah and he'll respond to you. If you're yep. seeking help, if you're struggling, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter yep. how it doesn't matter how like how bad you're struggling or how much bad you're doing. Call upon Allah and he'll respond to you. There's no such there's no bad thing in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that you can't turn back to Allah for. Mm -hmm. And right? here's there's nothing too big for Allah. Yeah. There's no sin sin too big for Allah. And there's a there's a requisite for that. There's a prerequisite. One that you turn back to Allah associating no partners with him. And you're sincere in your heart. Yeah, and you should see in your repentance. And with that, warahmatullah. Something uh, Sheikh Uthman said was a very true statement, so I'm going to say it here again. If you're someone who hates the Muslims, I suggest you go to hell because there will come a time when no Muslim will be in the hellfire, when they will all be in Jannah. And with that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast episode. Make sure you share this with your friends and family. You never know whose life you can change. And also with that, make sure you join our Discord server. We're building the largest Discord uh, server in the Ummah. And we need your guys' help. So invite all your friends and family to it. Even your non-Muslim friends, you know, Allah yahdiyum. And assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And just to mention, we're not uh, scholars. I forgot to mention that. We're not scholars. We're still students of knowledge. And, you know, we're still learning. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.